Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me, as I come back from vacation, is Mario Bropez. What's up? <laughs> Mario? Mario Bropez. Say by the oh, bell, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. So I was thinking Mario Brothers. <laughs> I actually saw that dude one time in Vegas. He's very petite. He's a very short dude. Petite. Don't yeah. ever call me that. No, you're not petite. I said he is petite. I know, but like, no matter what, <laughs> I don't care if I get what? that size. Is that like the thing where you're shoving the finger underneath the sleeves? That's no, that's like, <laughs> that's like slim, shoving that sl- finger slim? in my, is that what it was? Slim. You're looking slim. Oh man. Don't do that. Petite. <laughs> oh, those are, that's a, like, I mean, you might get stabbed. Jenna, what's another adjective that you can't use with a dude? Mm, small. Small. Anything small. I don't like to be small. Lean. Yeah, lean's bad. Well, Slater was pretty good looking though. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, my, yeah, you were like two. My buddy used to have that shirt that says, uh, I French kiss Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> wow. And the third voice you hear uh, with us, as always, our director of social media and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and patches, patch hustler. Well, I think she went on a vision course with you because we had no social media last you know, week. <laughs> That's not true. She posted pictures of herself with the patches. Look, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was her pedicure or so her manicure with the patches. Huh? Anyways, who is this? Looks person? cute. Might delete. Who's this person? <laughs> um, this is a uh, Jay fish. Mm. What up? Hi. Hi. How you been? I, I've been you gone. Know, I've, I've, I've been, been out of the, I've been out of the nine three seven for a few weeks, you know, was out spending some time. With the fam on a cruise. God, I did a lot. Off so, the grid, bro. Yeah, off the grid. Yeah, took some time away from the social media and all that good stuff. Um, it's a good went, thing went from time cru- to time, you yeah, know? Went on a cruise. Went to West Virginia for a comp. I feel like I did something else, too, that I can't even remember. Oh, I got sick. You're so popular. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Mo. Got, almost got pneumonia. My wife almost died and almost got that insurance money, dude. I could have opened up my own gym. Uh, Drew has pneumonia. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. Mm-hmm. How the hell do you get pneumonia in the summertime? His kids were sick or something. That's like not cool. That's like a dick move. <laughs> that's a dick move by your immune system. Right? Basically, they'd be like, that's like having, <laughs> gen- like, like, that's like having Jen on a podcast. All your white blood cells are like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we got too far into this, I want to give a shout out to our good friend, Rick Terry, AKA the journey of Rick. He just did that. Caesar's Creek Triathlon. Killing it. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Like, I've never even thought about trying a triathlon. Let alone doing it. Let alone doing it. So shout out to you, brother, man. That's that's some dope stuff right there. Yeah, good job. And there's cool pictures of his daughter or his daughter's daughter, daughter or daughters. I can't remember. They were like cheering him on. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, Caesar's Creek. I've never swam out there, but I have ridden my mountain bike and almost died there one time. Unpleasant. Actually, I think they just came out with like a warning about the water there. Yeah. There's algae. Algae. And Rick just got done swimming in it. Yeah. I know. Bro, I hope he didn't swallow any, man. I don't think you really have to swallow that, Mo. I think (laughs) it just eats your skin off. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, so it's like some flesh eating dude. Eh, We'll find out. If he he turns into a zombie. zombie, Yeah. 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 That's that's what we've been preparing for. Sorry, man. That's what we've been doing CrossFit for all these years to prep for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. What if a a CrossFitter turns into a zombie? Dude, that that would suck. Yeah. Imagine if like Matt Fraser was a zombie. Like if the lake where they're going to do the swim up in Madison is the zombie lake. <laughs> you have like what? 147 of the fittest people on the planet that are now zombies. But, How know, long would that take? Dude, honestly though, they're going to be like those people. It's storming area 51. They're about <laughs> to get blasted. <laughs> like... <laughs> I sent a thing to my Instagram group with a couple of guys in the gym. I was like, and it says 1.5 million people have signed up that they're going to be there. I was so, like, and then 900,000 has said, um, interested. So I, let's I, just go ahead for arguments. Like we'll make, say 1.5 mil. Yeah. Well, okay. So I said, we're, we're about to be down 1.5 million citizens. Yeah. <laughs> like really? But it's going to be like Beavis and Butthead though. You know, I, I think it's going to be a good, uh, uh, like with hunger games, like kind of some quelling. You know, maybe get rid of some people that there'll be new job might openings. necessarily c- con- contribute. Here's the thing, man, and I believe this: you cross the border, right, and you kill one of them, 
One of the, the, the other five are going to run the other direction. Oh, with all these people that yeah. are the, the area 51 yeah. crashers. If you want to stop someone, you set up like claymores and shit. <laughs> Once one blows up, you're going to go the opposite direction. Like, you know I, what I, I mean? think, I think it's pretty safe to say that if you have a group of people and one of them like is blown into tiny pieces where they evaporate or they evaporate. Yep. The, a majority of the group in the immediate area are going to go in the exact opposite direction. And, and if they don't, then we're just doing ourselves a favor. Yeah. Cause they're stupid. <laughs> Cause, okay. Cause right now, if we're right now, if we're going and if we're standing here and Mo evaporates and yeah. something shot him, it's in the room. Yeah. You're gone. I'm leaving. Yeah. I love out. you Mo, but I'm, yeah. I'll pick your hat up. Now <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll rock your nanos for you. But. <laughs> Or we'll, we'll put them across the rafters. <laughs> no, 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 you tie, tie, them, tie them up yep. and throw them over yep. the rafters. This is Mo. This is Mo. <laughs> but um, if you've never, have you ever been out to Area 51? It's like. I would love to be there. I mean, I'm sorry. Well, Groom Lake, that whole yeah, area. Tonopah. It's way in hell out there. So it's not like. It's not like security. Right <laughs> it's not like security would not see them coming. No, they're stupid. They're not. You know, you know this ain't going to happen, right? It's just. But what if it did? Dude, it'd be so awesome. To I watch. would pay somebody a lot of money to have a drone just hovering over so I could just watch we'll the carnage. We'll have to. It'd be all on everybody's cell phones. I guarantee someone <laughs> is stupid enough, though, to go. But, okay, so I don't really I don't really get where it came from. Wasn't the guy a... He's a online gamer that made the thing. And then when all of a sudden all these people started saying that they were going to go, he was like, hey, guys, this is just a joke. <laughs> But, yeah, but, like, but people are still signing up. He just randomly like thought of the idea. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, and then I did see a meme where it was like the kid kind of like looking like off to the side, like nothing's going on. Is like people are storming area 51. Meanwhile, right. Patterson, the guy just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but there's nothing here to see just the museum. Yeah. There's no aliens and there are not, there are not any buildings on there that if you work for the fire department, you have to go out and watch the building burn. Nothing like that out here. Can't okay. even go in. Isn't it just like military? No, 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 no. It's nothing like that. There's okay. <laughs> Here's what I know about right, Pat. There's just like a circus there. No, there's some secret stuff there that, <laughs> that just, you know, when steam's coming out of the ground. And when you're driving through base in the winter and there's, and the snow is melted, like in these like linear paths I'm, throughout the base. I'm just saying there's, it's just oh. something, there's something unique going on at right Pat. And especially when they're in the R and D the first time I got, the first time I got stationed here and I noticed the, the, how those, like there's those paths in the snow that are melted that obviously there, there may or may not be some underground passageways. I'm like, that's weird. Here's what happened. No. Oh. Maybe I'll get hit by Nayok landed, Nayok bird landed. And next thing you know, it's gone. It's off the flight line. Mm -hmm. It always is outside. Mm -hmm. Always outside. It's gone. It went underground somewhere. Yeah. Like <laughs> basically the it's Nayok. A it's a 747. It's a, yeah. It's a 747. And there's several of them in the inventory in the air force. I don't know that it's actually publicized like how many of there mm -hmm. are, but there's one in the air at all times. Right. Uh, somewhere. And basically it gives uh, the Air Force command and control at any given time in the event something stupid happens. Yeah. And it was gone. Like, yeah, I mean, there's some, see, there's some, definitely some cool stuff that goes on there, man. And it, and heck, I don't even, Area B, you know, that's, that's a narrow, that's a crazy <laughs> place over there too. You can't really get in many places over there. And there's some places you probably don't want to knock on the door and ask for directions at over there. Yeah. Security forces, you know, they're not very smart there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One time I seen they were doing a test out there and uh, they had people that was on the flight line that was put, that got there illegally. Mm -hmm. And it was one of their like security force tests. And they got, these two people was running free on the flight line. They made it to every aircraft and security forces did not see them until they got to the very last aircraft. And then they go and add them for- yeah, that's really bad. And they just had like a little cardboard like, sign that said "boom." Right? <laughs> they literally leapfrogging from plane to plane to plane to plane, and security force they get into the very last plane. I'm just like, man, it's your tax dollars hard at work, guys. They're sleeping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but something um, that was all cool and, and stuff. But something that's not cool: reviews. We haven't had a review since May. Come on, guys. What's get up with it? Come what is on. with that? We need some reviews. Been we need May? that juice Dang since it. May. First of all, y'all are slacking. Yeah. 
You didn't even leave a review yet. Because I know we I have. I, I know we have about three hundred of you out there, and we're up to what, at least three hundred. <clears throat> at least three hundred that we know of, and we're hovering right around what? There's like seventy. 74 like reviews. 74 reviews, but only so many written. Mm-hmm. We need more. Yeah. We need more written. We need reviews more written are good. reviews. Yeah. Written reviews are huge for us. And, and, but also when you do that written review, leave your Instagram handle because we can't tell who you are whenever you leave that um, review. And another thing which I discovered and I mentioned a few episodes ago, if you're overseas and you leave a review, message us on Instagram or Facebook and let us know because in order to look at those reviews, you have to go to that country's iTunes, which doesn't make much sense to me, but that's the only way we can see that. Mm-hmm. So I went through all those and there was, um, one from the UK and, um, yeah, that CrossFit dad. Um, I haven't seen one from Australia, man. Come on. What's up, bro? Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> Dang, you you won't send us a kangaroo. No, can no, so you tell us sloths aren't from there. So that just kind of ruined everything. <laughs> but you got the damn camel spiders. Yeah, but you stuff. got 29 of the other deadliest animals on the planet and you won't send us any of those. Not camel spider. What's up? Uh, there's millipedes. No, no, that one that that um, gosh, they just is. There's a video of the oh that, that video big you spider. sent me. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. The big spider, the hun- was, huntsman spider. Yeah, yeah, the hunter. Yeah, bro, no. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I hate those things. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just literally. It was just mowing down on that roach. Like, yeah, like who wants? I'm sleeping. Oh, this guy lives in Australia. He's like, yeah, I don't like roaches and. Like, well, here's one, like in his house, he grabs it. Like, yeah. And then he has this. And, and he feeds it to the spider and the spider's like, oh, thanks. Get him out of your house. I think the spider like put the remote control down from the what television it, and walked over to the roach. But what happens? <laughs> like put in a rear naked choke. Yeah. Rear naked something. <laughs> but what happens when it, there's no more cockroaches? Yeah. It's going to turn on you. Yeah. What happens when it's game season and he's <laughs> got to step his game up? Uh, what I happened watch, to your arm? Um, spider. Yeah, Huntsman it. Spider. I watched that um, like comp train video thing. It was like the whatever they just did that competition thing, whatever training games training thing. And I don't remember his name, but he won for Australia. He was like first in Australia or something. But anyways, uh, he was there and he was talking about how like here there's nothing that you have to worry about or like fear for your life every day in the u.s in the u.s but like there you have to worry about like alligators yeah it's like, or like 30 whatever. of the deadliest animals right <laughs> it's, yeah. it's too many yeah it's yeah. too many mo maybe that's why they don't have a ton of people live there like <laughs> you gotta weigh your options <laughs> you know it's like who wants to really go golfing down in florida when you hit well i hit my ball in the water quite often you can't go get it so it's funny you mentioned florida because the cruise i went on was out of florida and we took the bus from the airport to the um, Port Canaveral and it was a nice, beautiful day and we're, it's early in the morning and we're driving by and there's like these glades and there's dudes just chilling in boats fishing and there's gators, like their eyes just chilling on top of the water. And I'm like, can't those things jump out of the water? And I They're look it fast. up. They, yeah, it said they can run up to 30 miles an hour, which on land, yeah. I'd be shitting my pants if something that big was coming at me. But not only that, like in a boat, no. And the two dudes that were in the boat were just like, they were looking at it like, you know, like it was a cat or something. No. We, we have a guy that's dropping in right now, Logan. from He's from Louisiana, right? Mm-hmm. And I asked him if he's ever hung out with swamp people. Of course. <laughs> Je- just Jenna just meets this guy and that's the first day she asked. Jenna, are you a swamp person? I was like, have you ever hung out with Tyler from swamp people? <laughs> because I just remember he lost his dog in the Everglades or in the Glades. Uh-huh. Everglades. Um, but yeah. In the swamp? No. Yeah, in the swamp. I'm good. Wait, what he said? He said he knows him. He said that his friend, no, he said he doesn't know him, but his, uh, or a family his, member. No, one of his friends goes out a lot and like, uh, what do they call it when you get the frog, uh, frog gigging. Yeah. Gigging. <laughs> yeah. That he, that his friends would go gigging. That's so gross and weird, but Have I would you, be so scared. Like even in a boat. Jenny, you're gators. scared inside CrossFit excess sometimes. So I know. Let alone, gators. let alone gator hunting. <laughs> but you since hit we, him between the eyeballs. I'm not trying to get that close, dude. Oh. Well, hit him. Kill one. Hit him. You got to shoot him. Yeah, you got to shoot him between the eyes. If you shoot him anywhere else, they don't die. I learned that from swamp people. Huh. Yeah. Will a nine mil work? 20, they use 22. Oh, okay. Or you can like catch one. Like, no, you just stop right there. Because <laughs> like I'm not trying to catch one. You can wrap their, their nose. 
Oh yeah, I just watched a video of a guy trying to do that somewhere. And now he has one arm. He got no. He literally got. He he threw a cloth on top. He tried to do a uh, crocodile hunter did Steve Irwin. Mm-hmm. You know, he throws something over the eyes. Yeah, and then he he went behind it and, and he, he straddled it. He was kind of and he got right behind it and straddled it. And the gator wasn't even looking at him. And he goes to leap on, and that gator turned, snagged that guy's arm. This guy's like seventy years old. I'm like, that's what you get. Natural like, selection. It is. You know, you see these people. I've seen videos where. They're over in like Thailand or like a zoo and they're like, they have alligator and they have the mouth open yeah, and, and they'll, they'll shove stick, their head in there. stick their head in there and the guy will no. reach his arm in. Yeah. yeah. I've seen the one where the guy gets his arm bitten yes. off. Yes. Grabs yeah. it, rips it, spins and it's off. It looked like someone had like Kool-Aid shooting out of his shoulder. Like there was blood flying oh, everywhere. I'll definitely pass I'll out. definitely send that video to passed you. Passed out. No, I'm a painter. <laughs> uh, Christy's shoulder dislocated earlier this week. Friday. I Shout out. I literally thought I was going to go down. Did she finish the wad? No, she nope. was screaming on the floor. Like, <laughs> well, she was in pain and then we got her. We finally kind of tried to stabilize as much as possible. We, mm-hmm. All we had was therapy bands. So we knotted those around, tied mm-hmm. it in, but she was laying on the dislocated shoulder. Mm-hmm. So that made it even harder. Mm-hmm. I put it back into place. <gasps> she did. She, if she touched it, she would have vomited. I saw it and I had to look straight ahead. <laughs> and so. So zombie with, apocalypse, Jenna, she's a puker. Yeah. She, yeah she's first gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she may be fit. But she might, she'll be passed might out. Be up, but she'll be passed out on the ground. But so we finally get her up. And uh, of course, it was very painful to get her up. And um, she's Good. sitting up against the wall. And we're kind of talking what she wants to do. And. Uh, it goes, I felt it. I have, uh, had my hand on her, uh, trap and I felt, um, I felt a pop and it slid right back in on its own. Mm-hmm. She, when she relaxed, she gets up, she gets up and she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> Next <laughs> thing you know, she's over on the assault bike doing a salt bike try, with try, one arm. Trying to burn some calories. Just get to get some, uh, it was at the very end of the workout. Get some additional work in. Yeah. It was the very end of the workout. Man, and that's, it, that's some gangsterism that's right hardcore there. Hardcore stuff, bro. Yep. Well, Speaking of hardcore, Jenna, you've been working hardcoredly. Is that a word? It is now. Yeah, we hardcoredly on those patches. Yeah. Tell us about those patches. You, you well, the, 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 f- the first batch, like when like hotcakes. Yeah, I was hustling getting those out. I would too when I was only paying ninety nine cents for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ripping you off, guys. And, and Ryan, uh, no, I'm saying I was buying for ninety nine cents. Yeah. Of course, they're going to go fast. And, and Ryan, we haven't uh, Ryan Marshall up in uh, Alaska. We haven't ordered pizza yet, so we'll make sure we give um, <laughs> the tip. Aaron, is that his name? What? Adam. Adam, we'll make sure we give Adam his fifteen percent tip. He already got enough tip. I've already had plenty of people message me and tell me I was right. Anyway, the yeah. patches. Okay, so the patches. Yeah, we're selling them. They're almost gone. The second batch is almost gone. And yeah, it's, it's been cool been to see them out. on. Yeah, you know, people were uh, tagging us in social media, putting them rocking on their, their patches on their vests vest and stuff and bags. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm rocking mine on my bag. And then there was someone at the All Star game. Yeah, Matt Bohai. <laughs> that was wearing one yeah. of our One More Rep T-shirts and got on television twice. So, uh, played paintball with him for years back in the day. Uh-huh. He's always our front man, snake player, and real fast guy. And um. Yeah, in the so for American baseball, we had our All Star game here for our national, uh, or or national baseball league, mm-hmm. and um, it was up our in major Cle- league baseball is what it was we up call in here in the U.S. Was, which is why he went. Yeah, and yeah, so I didn't even know it. He sent me a he sent me a message and said, "Hey man, made it on." And was wearing this shirt, and next thing you know, <laughs> there's a picture of him out in the outfield yeah. during the home run derby. Yeah, and then um, and then <laughs> he's walking on where ESPN. He's walking, yeah. yeah, walking past. <laughs> So you got the <laughs> that one is, more rep. That is so crazy. That's pretty cool, man. And you know, for a long time, I didn't even know he listened to our show really until he posted that he, um, he had ordered a shirt. So it's really cool, man. It put that out there, and you know, world domination, baby. And then shirts. Thanks, thanks for Matt. Yeah, yeah. shirts. Got, shirts. Got one coming, baby. Yep. I'm excited. What's going to be on it? Stick figures. What, what, what we've been promising you for yeah. almost a year. Stick figures. Stick figures. Yep, there's two really cool stick figures, and there's and one, one really, not so cool stick figure. Yeah. No, you know, you keep sliding onto that bad side of the dark side. I'm not really liking it. Well, there's two fig- Well, there's two stick figures that are standing up, and one that is not. <laughs> and Jenna's is sitting down as usual. Yeah. That was Mo's idea. Well, one that is that sitting a- down and has hair. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like really dumb looking. Wow. No. 
<laughs> yeah, Mo, originally all three of us just standing up and Jenna was in the middle and Mo's like, well, Jenna needs to be sitting down with the cell phone in her hands. So Wally has one with Jenna sitting down as she is right now. Exactly. Yeah. Same their, position as she yeah, is on with the, her ponytail. Yep. 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 There she is. Only thing she doesn't have is a headset on. So crew. Yeah. But she'll have to wait. She'll have to, uh, she'll have to stand up in order to, maybe there should be a criteria in order exactly. to wear the headset. You have to stand up. <laughs> no, the shirts are coming. I uh, just kind of randomly reached out, uh, reached back out to Wally and said, Hey, man, uh, he's still interested to do another one more at shirt. So he still wants stick figures. I was like, Yep. So here they are. They're coming in hot. We'll have a women's tank mm-hmm. and men's t shirt this time. And um, pretty excited about that. I think you guys find it funny. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's definitely it, it, different. It's, yeah. But when you look at it, you'll you'll be able to tell exactly which stick figure is which. Yep. Especially the first one, Jenna sitting down. And then uh, while we were on our break, Jenna set up our Patreon page. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. I'm still recovering guys, but set up the Patreon page. We're working on that to try and figure out um, the best way to approach that. But you know, again, like bro said uh, previously before we went on break, there are certain expenses that um, occur with this show in order to make it operate. And you know, for as much grief as we give her on a routine basis. We do like to try and give Jenna some, some money for all of her hard work. So everything you see on social media, she's putting all that forward. And now, um, we like to try and give her a little bit of juice from that. Maybe you, we should do one of those, um, 900 numbers like they did for <laughs> the kids that need food. <laughs> one dollar a day. <laughs> I'm just saying though. It's Sally Struthers. <laughs> <laughs> for just the price of one latte a month, you can you can feed one Those Jenna are the Fisher. Most depressing commercials ever. Yeah, but you know what though? That's awesome because honestly, really, for five bucks a person on this podcast, yeah. you could feed. That's one meal. That's probably about half a meal for Jenna. So. Now it's per day. Yeah. She eats a lot and because she's got to keep those calories up. That's get, so messed up. What you? What do you eat a lot? None of them. <laughs> what, what, that, that we're using you as our crutch to get uh, our listeners to pay into our Patreon. Yeah, she no. is. She is looking a little malnourished. Yes, <clears throat> so she's she's looking in. a little un- undernourished. Are you okay? Are you? She's she's about to die, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, I think uh, you know it, we're gonna. I was just telling Mo before we started this when we need we're all gonna sit down and because we talked about it, Jenna launched it, but. And we've made some changes to it. And, and just like most things, we don't have a plan. I think we have an idea <laughs> of where we're going with it. We want it to be efficient. Yeah. We want it to be efficient, but we also want it to be something you guys can. That, that's worth it to you. Yeah. It's stupid. Why would you give us money if you get nothing out of it? Mm-hmm. Unless you, you can give me money. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, we also have to watch uh, that we don't spend all the money <laughs> giving back that we got in because it completely yeah. defeats the purpose. We still can't feed. A uh, little Jennifer. Well, one Jennifer Fisher, yeah. And she can't eat and she's about to die. And then she won't be able to saying, compete 99 anymore. cents a month, she'll be fine. <laughs> no. So more to come on that. Um, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's an evolutionary process, but. Well, Mo was off the grid, so he had no connection. He's still recovering from his trip to Dominican. Yeah. He almost died from the alcohol. <laughs> Jenna got it launched and then me and her kind of went back and forth on some things. We met like a couple days later and. Um, I think we're, it's a work in progress. We want you guys to get something out of it, um, but we also can't. Like we also said, want to feed Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> That's really important. It That's is. If you've never seen show. Hangry Jenna, where she mm, about passes out yeah. her blood sugar. Yep. Then you can just look at Birdie's Facebook page and look at that picture. Oh, when you're flipping me off? Yeah. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Hashtag Hangry Jenna. With uh, Doritos. <laughs> All right. So this week's episode. Um. Don't know who, who did it. We don't know who did this. I don't even know where this came from. Um, well, it came from the social media. Yeah. One of our listeners. Yep. I don't remember who it was though. Do you remember Jenna? Yep. I do. It was Daniel Ingram. Oh, there you go. O- OG guy. OG. Yeah. OG listener. Yep. And what we're going to talk about today is knowing your limits. Now, immediately when we talked about this subject, I thought of it from a different aspect where, um, well, you you're like, bro, you were talking about going, not going hard enough. Well, yeah, right? but here, here's a description. Yeah. Jenna, go ahead and read it and you'll understand it. Okay. It says knowing your limits at the gym, understanding that 
understanding that we aren't all in our 20s anymore and how we should listen to our bodies and knowing when to dial it back slightly. Slightly. Yeah. Slightly. Yep. So then, bro, your approach to this was. Of course, I'm always the freaking opposite of everything. Like, it's just, it's like my whole life. I don't know. I think sometimes people use their age as an excuse to dial it back. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm older. I'm not recovering as much. I need to take more rest days. And sometimes that, that may be true on some things, but most of the time I find it to be actually not true. Mm -hmm. So let's just go ahead and start from there. Like, yep. In, in your, in your vision. So what age it is, what it is. Okay. How old are you? I'm 45. Okay. So (laughs) sorry guys. He's going on 90. Yeah. 45. Okay. <laughs> He's got the lungs of 90 year old yeah. right now. So 45 years old. Have you noticed a decline in your recovery? Absolutely. Okay. I noticed that I need a lot more recovery now than I did roughly 10 years ago when I started this stuff, because 10 years ago I could go work out and sometime during that span, like even twice a day, um, and still get by on about five or six hours sleep, mm-hmm. go to work, yep. rinse and repeat. Yeah. So then I think of this a lot. We'll ask him. So when's the last time you worked out on a very consistent, regular basis in an entire week? How I many, when's the last time you hit five days a week for a month? Probably about a year ago. Okay. Right. Right. right as I was uh, getting ready to retire. Okay. And how was your fitness then? It was better than it is now. Okay. So, so he goes five days a week. He did that. Say he did that for an entire month. And then how many times did you try to go and do a two a day? I didn't. Okay. So he now has no information to see if it actually, is his recovery actually worse? <laughs> or better. Or better. Yeah. He don't know. Because right? I never pushed it to that limit. You don't know. Yeah. Right. So you don't know what you don't know. We talk about this on the There's show. There's unknown variable. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I like information. I like variables. So we don't know if his recovery is actually worse or is he working out less? Therefore, because- but it'd really be easy for me to make that assumption because I'm 45 yes. that I need more. I'm slowing down. Yeah. No, bro. Maybe you're working out less. We, yeah. Which yeah. in my case, I absolutely how's, know that's the, that's how's the variable. Your, how's I your need food? To how's your sleep? How's your uh, mobility? How's your stretching? You know, are you taking care of known issues? So we often put our like, oh, I'm getting older. So I'm slowing down and my body just can't do what it could do in its twenties. That's what I hear all the time. I'm like, that's bullshit because I see people who are older, Carrie, and um, and that's just one person who can perform at a very high level. Um, and who's, it, who's just south of 50, you know, and she just yes. got done competing at the Granite Games mm-hmm. yeah. and, and did very well. Yeah. So, yes, maybe we do slow down. We can't, we don't, I don't recover like when I was 18, but I also know that. I recover just fine when I'm doing everything that I need to be doing and I still recover the same and maybe just a little bit less, nothing crazy, nothing astronomical, not enough to put a, a saying on, well, like, Oh my God, I need to cut down because I'm, day of working I'm, out. I'm 45. Yeah, like, Cause I'm totally fried. Yeah. It's just, so I just say what variables are there in there? When's the last time you consistently went? Uh, when's the last time you tried it to a day? What's la- what's your nutrition like? And how frequently are you focusing on maintaining your body? Which we talked to Jenna and we know that's a big part of what she does. And so in your experience, like why do we people in my age group, why do we arbitrarily just default to, well, quote, I'm getting older. I mean, I'm going to be real with you. People are just kind of bitching out of it. I mean, it's just, it's just what it's, it's, it's just like what everybody says. It's like today we, we right before we recorded, I'm in the, in the very last part of a workout today and Jenna had moved the big, we have one big fan. Oh <laughs> this is relative. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> little baby. Anyways, we have a, uh, we have three big bay doors. We always usually have a cross breeze. So we put one big fan up in the center of the gym. It pushes air uh, through and keep, we have really good circulation. Well, today she moved it and it, of course it's hot as balls. And uh, she put it up by the squat racks where we were all squatting, doing the strength. Where we all were. Were. were is okay, it? well, I have no, 20 seconds. Tense. Let me finish my story, then you can chime in with your bullshit. Ugh. So so where the workout floor is, it's shaped like an L. So in the long part of the L is where the squat racks are. 
in the L portion, the lower portion, that's where like the main workout area is, where the lifting platforms are, the ropes, the rings and everything. Where we were all trying to breathe today and <laughs> couldn't. So, uh, so that was a good move. She moved the fan. I appreciated it. For herself. And for, yeah, definitely for herself because it was actually right in front of her squat rack. <laughs> and anyway, it was literally. And um, so we're in the middle of this workout. It was a 25 minute AMRAP. It was 30 wall balls, 15 ring dips, 60 double unders. So we're looking to do Karen. So we at least want five rounds plus. So we're in the dog part of the workout, the last, you know, like six minutes of it, mm -hmm. seven minutes of it. And uh, we're over in the section where there's usually a fan where you get a nice circulation. And there's no fan. No fan. No fan at all. So I look over and look where the fan is. And not only do I see it, it's in the same spot facing the opposite direction of where everybody's working out. The other 19 people in the class. Uh, Jenna Fisher is standing in front of that fan. <laughs> So we're sitting here gasping for air, Mo. We can't breathe, oh, right? The drama. Yeah, and, we can't and, breathe. Uh, this past week, it's been relatively unpleasant here in Ohio. P like pretty horrible. humid, pretty hot. Really hot. Yeah. And I don't mind heat. With intermittent rain, which makes it even it so it makes it swampy right. afterwards. It literally just rained okay. right before all this. So, so I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm giving her 50, 50 eyeballs, like the mother stank effort. Eye. Yeah, like yeah. I can't believe. The first thing she did was turn the damn fan off. <laughs> I wanted her to move it up she to the front of the room. Turn it around. No, literally in my brain, I couldn't. All I knew was that he was. All, all you knew is that you were cold. No, he was glaring at me. Then, <laughs> yeah, she was freezing. No, and I saw. A fan. Oh my god, it's so cold. And so I didn't know if he was mad at me that the fan was blowing. I didn't know like what. Yeah, in the wrong direction. <laughs> no, I didn't understand what you wanted. You were like, "Why is it over there?" I don't know. Let's put two and two together. It's you can't breathe, and there's no circulation. You're Maybe doing he wants a fan. And so I didn't know. Yeah, you know those are always easy to breathe in when you're in what your third round. You're doing your three hundred double under. You know it's. <laughs> No problem. You've already hit 150 ball balls. You've done 300 double unders and you know, 75 ring dips. Yeah, no problem. And um, so what my point is. I like doing regional workouts on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's exactly what it was. And, uh, <laughs> and so, Come on, help me. As please. you can tell, help. three of the four people are laughing and the fourth isn't it's laughing. Lavana, yeah. And, and Well, Jenna's not laughing. No, she's so, not. But what I want to get at is I was talking all this shit to her and honestly, I kind of bitched out and yep. I, I did. And honestly, I didn't have the fan. It did suck. And I was, I was trying to find a reason why I couldn't function normal. Now I wasn't, I wasn't looking at, I, this is my first workout this week and maybe my third or fourth out of the last two weeks mm -hmm. total. And that's been a continuation. Mm -hmm. So my fitness is down. I wasn't looking at that. But I was we've discussed this on many occasions, like as an owner, that's a sacrifice that you've made for the, for it, the benefit of. It's sort of an excuse. I, I, I can work out probably more, but I also. Feel but you guilty. didn't open up a gym thinking that you were going to be the best athlete in here. Nope. You knew that that was going to take a backseat yep. to, the, to the community. I'm now the bitch ass athlete, <laughs> not the fan. Well, it, it, that's, just, that's what I want to make this point is um, not only did I get to talk shit about Jenna, which is always awesome. <laughs> But it's relative to the thing where I was looking for an excuse on why I wasn't your performance. I, had dropped I, I was gassing mm -hmm. and I was gasping for air. And I'm a person like, I don't care. Shut the doors. No fan. You don't need water. I'm not going to die of dehydration. Give me a, give me a gas mask and a weight vest. Just whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? And, but when my fitness was falling off, I was looking for an excuse uh, for why okay. I, that fan did nothing for me. It wasn't going to shave, but I'll be damned if it didn't, if it didn't sound like it should be helping me, that was going <laughs> to add multiple reps. And I think that's what I want to talk about. The age is we look at our age and sometimes we bitch out. Mm -hmm. And I think that we use our age as an excuse. My parents are the same reason, same way. Like I can't tell my mom that she's bitching out and I know she doesn't listen to this, but if she did, sorry, ma. But, um, <laughs> she uses her age as an excuse that she can't do CrossFit. And she, she uses it as an arbitrary barrier it's bullshit. or limitation it's bullshit okay. is what it is. And I think that's what we do our age. As we get older, we become less functional. Okay. And we do more daily tasks, mm -hmm. but those daily tasks do, do not keep us and keep us in shape. And let's say we our nutrition's off and let's say we're eating, you know, more bad food than good food. You know, I think you can have, it's, a, it's easy. It's very easy. Yeah, we've talked about that yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm saying is I was looking for a reason to why my fitness was kind of falling off and I couldn't breathe when in reality 
that fam wasn't going to do anything for me. It wasn't going to increase your cardiac capacity. No, I was just, yeah. well, I was looking for you know, a reason. I told Jenna after, I was like, I, I kind of bitched out about that. I just, it's not like me to do that stuff, but um, she shook her head. I don't know what it was, though. <laughs> I'm sure it was the other direction. But I think that's what we do with our age, man, is you're 45. And uh, yeah, I can tell my recovery is down, but how consecutive have you worked out? How focused have you been on your recovery and your nutrition? And then have you focused on your actual fitness to mm. actually see if you actually recover less or if it's because you do less? Like, do you have tangible data points? Yeah, because in all honesty, I came from a gym uh, when I left uh, CrossFit Troy. Um, they were only Monday, Wednesday, Friday CrossFit. Mm. Tuesday, Thursday didn't have, offer CrossFit classes. You can't come on Tuesday to do CrossFit, which is ridiculous mm -hmm. to me. Um, but I was more sore doing a three day a week program, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, than I was working out five or six days a week. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think the less time that we take off or the more time that we take off, the more sore and that we become because we're you're not, not working that evil out. We're not working evil out. And I think that's something. Then we look at our recovery as in, well, I'm always sore. Well, so I better what take, are you doing for recovery? Well, I better take another rest day. This is my third straight rest day. Mm -hmm. Well, bro, maybe you need to get in there and do the warm up, do some stretching mobility. Because what I see most people that come in that are kind of sore or have a little bit of lactic buildup, mm -hmm. once they get through the warm up, they're good to go. If they're not, they'll let me know, and then we'll we'll swing them into a different direction. So something we talked about before the show was the recovery aspect of it, where people say, "Well, I'm sore, I'm beat up, okay." And then you know your follow up question to that is like, "Well, what are you doing for recovery?" Mm -hmm. And some of the answers that you get from that are well, nothing. Yeah. I, I get on the foam roller for five minutes afterwards. Okay. Yeah. What are you focusing on? I, I ride the bike for 10 minutes afterwards. Right. Or, or I didn't do it. I go home. Uh, yeah. Okay. Which, you know, for some people that, Absolutely. that is the case. Yeah. I get it. Sometimes you are on a time crunch, but uh, that's why I recommend people to get some tools that they can use at home. You can do it for relatively cheap lacrosse ball three bucks mm -hmm. a foam roller from walmart and it's not the best but it's something you can get that for it's under a tool. 20 bucks or if you do a rumble roller for 60 bucks what i'm saying is like that's another thing that we say is okay i recover less but i do less to recover so of course you're going to recover yeah, of course it's going to be a little more challenging my where i'm at right now personally okay is we just did a workout on actually when Christy had her act, um, her shoulder dislocated. Um, she has a chronic issue with that actually. Mm -hmm. I think it was fourth. Or She's a volleyball player too. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so I totally sympathize with that because I had the same, I, well, I don't have it anymore because I've taken more care, you know, for my joints because I did have that happen a few times early on in my CrossFit career. But now that I'm aware of it, I kind of listen to my body a little bit better as well. Yeah. And she said she didn't feel anything coming on, um, but she's had chronic and this is the fourth or fifth time that one has dislocated. Mm. And um, so obviously it's an issue, but um, I know that then the same type of workout, uh, my left shoulder was giving me fits and it's because my lats are really tight. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't be mad because I've been working my doing pull-ups and things like that. My lats are tight. So when I go overhead, my shoulder hurts. And I'm pissed that I'm not, I can't do the, I can't do the workouts I should be able to is like intensely mm -hmm. or fa as fast. Cause it was really a good workout for me. Um, it's my fault though. Cause I didn't invest. I'm not investing time into myself when I don't invest the time to my own personal recovery. I do pay for it. I really do. I pay for it on an, another level. My back hurts or mm -hmm. something else. is out Because now it's not just your shoulder or no, your leg. My, hips, starts, are yeah, my okay. hips are tight. My shoulders are tight. You know, my I'm just, I'm just, I can't get in proper positions. Mm -hmm. We don't get in proper positions. We don't move efficiently. We don't move efficiently. Our score goes down. We become more fatigued because we're recruiting more muscle. So it's like, it's this catastrophic effect for me not taking maybe 20 minutes a day for myself and taking care of my body. Mm -hmm. Now, I haven't done that for, I don't know. I used to be, what'd you call me? Grandpa, Grandpa mobility. mobility yeah. I used to do it all the time. And especially when we first started the gym, but now I, it, each year it's less and less and less and less and less. Mm -hmm. And it's my fault because I don't make the time to do it, but mm -hmm. uh, I can't be mad when my body is not getting into the proper position for that. So I can say, yeah, I'm 39 or 38. 
about to I'm approaching 40 and my recovery is just not what it used to be. Or I could be like, but you're not investing to your recovery. Like you once were able to. And yes. And of course my recovery is not going to be good. Cause you're not doing the same stuff that you were doing previously. Shit, just stupid. Like, <laughs> but in, you know, my loads aren't changing. Uh-huh. I can still lift the loads. But I'm not in as good a position. Mm-hmm. So of course my, I'm going to be more sore. I'm going to use more quad and less hamstring glutes. I can't get my knees out because mm-hmm. my adductors are tight, whatever the hell it is. So I'm looking at that now. I could easily say, yeah, it's that or I can be true and not like kind of throw my age at it mm-hmm. and be like, I'm not invested. And I am truthful with myself. I, I can't get mad when, when you I, graph it out. Fuck yeah. yeah, I can't be mad if I ain't putting the work in. Yeah. If my fitness is falling off, I ain't work. I'm working out four times every two weeks. Of course, my fitness <laughs> is going to go away and mow. How I did actual work. It, it doesn't, it, it's not this like point of sustainability. No. Yeah. It's like you, you put this deposit, your fitness deposit in and it just, the balance stays there the whole time. Okay. I'll come back in six weeks and I'm going to pick up right where I and left off. And I'll tell off. you straight up. Uh, I told Jenna, I did the extra work the other day. She's like, what'd you do that for? <laughs> I'm like, motherfuckers, I wanted to. <laughs> and she wasn't being a dick, but it was the fact that. I've always used to do it, uh-huh. but I don't get, do it as much anymore. Yeah. So she's like, well, why, why would you, you do, do that? that? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like, so Jenna, like, so what I wanted to ask you is like, you're kind of like recovering, you know, from an injury and stuff like that. So multiple. <laughs> so how does that play? Every time you come here, they'll have a new injury. It's, it, I feel like it. So but how does that play? It's into- probably from sitting down all the time. <laughs> you know, your glutes deactivate. Oh my God. I can't even let them get it out. <laughs> People who have desk jobs, no, I deal with it all the time. They have their glutes are weak because they sit down too much. And they come and roll on a foam roller for three minutes and think they're uh, ready to roll. Yeah. But so with you being challenged with the, you know, several injuries, you know, you do train in a competitive level. Like what are some of the challenges that you have, you know, trying to get that uh, appropriate stimulus from your workouts in addition to your extra work, in addition to your recovery? Like how is that playing out for you right now? Well, honestly, I'm questioning if I have a degenerative joint. <laughs> I'm done. I just, I just dropped my water. I'm done. I can't, I can't do this. Cause she, earlier today, she had a torn meniscus. She I told think me. I still do. I think I have a meniscus. It, no, it issue. went away. Was she Googling stuff? No, I still think I do have one. Thanks, Tony. Is this Tony's fault? Tony does have he a torn meniscus. He does have a no. torn meniscus. Okay. He was a damn paratrooper. So, it's, oh it's yeah. There. Anyways, um, I don't know. I, it's a struggle, I guess, really for me anymore. It seems like I don't, I haven't recovered. I keep like working out and stuff, but I feel like my body is kind of a a mess on every level. But you, but you're still here, you know, I am, I'd say more days than not. Yeah. And, and, And you're still willing to make the investment into your fitness. So you haven't given up on it. This is something you Not still yet. value. <laughs> she keeps threatening that she's going to go to bodybuilding. Honestly, yeah, because you can, you can listen to this, metal and you can wear those like the suits and you get to eat like all kinds of food. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I just need to do like Zumba or I would still hurt myself. Honestly, I don't know. I, I don't feel like my recovery is like a normal normal person. I don't know why I feel like it's a lot worse. I know that I do mobility and you know, for a little bit, I did not do it anymore because I was tired of doing accessory work all the time for my hip because you couldn't do the actual volume of work that wouldn't normally be assigned. Yeah. It just got old, like trying to strengthen that. And so I just kind of like stopped rolling out a lot. I mean, I was still working out, but I don't know. I just feel like there's so many people that don't do mobility and they're fine for a little while. <laughs> you, but you don't know. You don't know. Like, don't. And, and they're fine and your fine's completely different. You, I mean. Yeah, because their body has been put through different it, stresses you than you yours. Can't compare. Yeah. I just feel like something's always like injured or. Here's. Here, well, okay. So we squatted Saturday or Sunday. Back squatted. How was your back squats? They're okay. Come on. Compared to what they've been. I mean, better than what they've been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot better. And so what day did we get together? Friday. It was Friday. Okay. I thought it was earlier, but okay. So Friday put Jenna through her first athlete training course on squat (laughs) series and no, in seriousness, um, spent about an hour, maybe 
stuff like that. We did some mobility. We're talking about, we talked about the exact same thing, reoccurring issues. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So typically what I see as a, a trainer is if, if you injure something, okay. And of course, if you take two weeks off and you don't use it, it's going to feel better. And that's what everybody says. Well, I haven't used, I haven't done anything on it for two weeks, but it feels great now. Well, yes, you didn't use it. Yeah. Okay. So what you find is as soon as they start using that body part again, what happens? It becomes uncomfortable. Re re injured. I've re injured it. Re with people like it's crossfitters. It's pissed off. Pissed off or re aggravated it. Yeah. Okay. I just pissed off. Turf toe. The classic example right there. It's ridiculous. Like, Okay, so do you really think something's wrong with your shoulder or you think there's something wrong with your movement patterns or do you have an impingement somewhere that's dumping to that area? Mm-hmm. So, what we're, so we, on Friday, that's what we kind of found out with Jenna. We literally broke her down to the most basic air squat. When we first started, she started in her, in her um, current squat stance, which we've changed 5,999 times. Mm-hmm. Because um, she's constantly changing. Well, I mean, working through these injuries and we're trying you know. to figure out what the hell works for her. And she, yeah. she, she had good feedback and I don't even know what my squat stance is. I'm like, you're probably fucking right, mm-hmm. which is very rare. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, it's on tape, Jenna. Yeah. So, um, put her in, she couldn't even, uh, she couldn't hold the bottom of a squat. And when she would squat all the way down, her chest was literally long chairing. Yeah, it was like going to her quads. Okay. Okay. So we adjusted that, changed she that. Looked like a lowercase R. At best. <laughs> That's that best. And um, so, anyways, we started messing with that. So what I've honestly found, then we end up she ended up squatting on Sunday, uh, back squatting. And I promise you, these these squats, I couldn't believe it's like she was possessed. Literally, like someone came in, took over her body, replaced mm-hmm. all the bad broken parts, and she was squatting again. It looked proper, it looked good. And I couldn't believe it. It was really, really awesome. It was that much of a transformation. I think we have, I think we had transformation from the beginning of when we started that day on Friday mm-hmm. to the end of the hour. And we, we talked about mobility and she talks like, I do all this mobility and, and I don't get anything. Well, we can do something and we do a lot of it. And if it's wrong, then it's wrong. It, yeah. There you right? go. Wrong's wrong. And not saying that she doesn't, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. The problems I have with mobility is people don't relax often. So they're, they, they're, it's uncomfortable they're tensing generally, too yeah. much or they're using too much pressure and the muscle won't release and mm-hmm. relax. So I was kind of, you know, rolling her quads across the, um, the rumble roller, find a spot. And like, I could feel, I, I do this in our training course. Mm-hmm. You can feel when it's tense and then you start talking, breathe, 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 relax. And you can literally feel the leg relax yeah. and sink into that rumble. Roller. Now you're actually getting some tissue change. And I can speak to that personally. Cause that first time you rolled me out with a barbell when you're crying. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro was getting me warmed up for a workout. And like, I was literally lying on the floor with a barbell on my quad and like, I was sweating. I had to like control my breathing cause it was so uncomfortable. But until I relaxed, yep. then that's when I started to experience the benefits of having that pressure placed on my leg. And I was like, okay, now that I'm like done, you know, shit in my pants now I can understand the benefits of this. And it's something I've incorporated ever since. But like you said, when you're uncomfortable and you're Mm -hmm. tense, you're not going to get the benefit of that particular drill. Right. So I think that not only is doing recovery, but also learning motor control function. We found out we got her an actual squat stance. Her feet were, uh, she had, what were I calling you? Cockeye. She was cockeyed because one of her feet were all, one of her foot was all in front, always in front of the other, Uh literally offset. And that's how she's lining up. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, that's not going to be, you need to be symmetric. Mm-hmm. And so we had to, you know, draw a little feet line for her. Mm-hmm. No, get the chalk to, out. Yeah. No, we, we had her line up her toes, get them evenly spread out. But we really kind of reprogrammed and whatever. I don't know. Talked about our mobility. It transferred. It looked great on Sunday. So when we talk about recovery, we talk about age. Maybe you're just not taking care of your body. Because how old are you? 20? 27. She's 27. Mm-hmm. And, but she puts a lot of time in and she's really struggling with her recovery right now. And her food's decent, right? Mm-hmm. How decent would you rate it? And it's, so it's not bad and maybe it's not perfect, but at 27. It's been better and it's been worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At 27, putting in the time, putting in the recovery and she's having issues with recovery. So we look at 45 mm-hmm. and say my recovery definitely has been affected. Well, she's in the age where she should be fine. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're just doing something wrong or we're moving in such a bad pattern 
that we have and it's not been corrected mm -hmm. and you haven't applied it. Like you said, bad is bad. Bad is bad. Yeah. And it's always going to dump. And if we dump to the wrong muscle groups, it's going to cause this re-aggravation. imbalance. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to blame it on age or whatever it may be. And it's it, when there's all these finite granular yeah. details that are contributing to either good or bad recovery. Absolutely. And I think age, age can play a factor in some things. But that's arbitrarily what people say. Oh, I'm just getting old. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's, it's not yeah, always. People even say that about food. Cause I just read a research article about how your metabolism like slows down a tiny bit, but it's honestly not catastrophic. Enough. Yeah. And like people are just less active than you are when you're younger, you're out doing things. And, yeah. and then when you get and, older, you know, you go to work and then you come home and then you sit on the couch and eat potato chips and watch TV. And I, and I think I'm kind of experiencing that. Right right now as I transition from the military into like being a real adult in the How civilian world. How long are you world. transitioning? It's almost a year since my ceremony. No, I mean, I'm asking how long are you in this transition <laughs> period? I think I'll always be in this transition period. <laughs> but one thing I've noticed is like, you know, in the military, you know, I was at a senior level and like my work was my work. If I didn't get it senior done. Senior guys as in? As an old. Okay. A higher ranking guy. Yeah, higher ranking. Yeah, so um, like, my work was my work. I was the only one that could do it. So if it didn't get, if I didn't do it, it didn't get done, but I could manipulate my day to where I could just go and I could go talk to my people or I could take a break and go like, go mentor some younger guys. Okay. But I still got these things to do throughout the week. So like I could parse my time as I wanted to, but now that I have a real job <laughs> where I can't do that sort of stuff that had a huge impact on my ability to, to work out the way I was used to doing right. a year ago, because you know, with my job that I work from home, like my clients are literally all over the world. So I have to cater to them because there's sometimes like we've recorded shows and I've had to go home and get on a phone call with someone in the Pacific. Conversely, I've had to wake up earlier to talk to someone in Europe or, you know, in, in CENCOM or whatever, you know, in the Middle East. So I don't have that kind of control over it anymore. So it was really hard for me to adjust the fact that I had less control over my time. Right. And that was hard for me emotionally. Because for the, you know, I'd probably say for about the last six years or so, I've had a lot of control over my schedule. Cause like I said, I was generally the only person that could do my job and I could mince my time however I wanted to. Well, you put your time in and you get rewarded yeah. for that. You yeah, get exactly. better. But yeah. now I'm, I'm at the bottom of the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're, at the, at the top of, you're at the top of my list, man. <laughs> well, thank you, bro. Yeah. So, but then again, making excuses. Yeah. Where, you know, oh, well, crap, I have to get the gym by X time. Oh, but I have this call. Ah, uh, shit, it's six o'clock now. Now I can't work out. Meanwhile, I have, you know, pretty decent sized setup in my garage. So, you know, I've employed a lot more of that into my life now because I can't make excuses because I'm not getting any younger. Mm -hmm. I'm used to being at a certain level of fitness. Like I'm not back to where I used to be, but I'm at least getting myself back on that routine of working out. X number of days a week, whether it be cardio and strength or cardio and strength, mm -hmm. but I getting my, my mind accustomed to, you know, exercising X number of times a week. Mm -hmm. You know, the first thing I worked off, like I told you is like my sleep. Cause I know that's something that's pretty critical. And I've been very fortunate to where I, I'm in a position to where I can, well, except for today, but I'm, <laughs> I'm normally getting about eight hours of sleep, which I've never gotten in my entire adult life you know, in the military, like, you know, I'm working till midnight because I have other projects or things I got to take care of. And I got to be there, you know, the ass crack of dawn because either there's a, I got to talk to my commander or I got to go talk to my dudes or I have to get some extra training done or something. Yeah. You got to get there early talk to commander because they got a uh, 12 o'clock tea time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And I don't play golf. <laughs> so, you know, working through all that stuff in, um, but now like for the first time in my adult life, like where I have some control over that, I really have noticed the benefits of getting eight hours of sleep a day. And it's like mind blowing, like how much better I feel, um, going into the next day as far as my fitness and just mentally and emotionally, like I feel rested and I've never had that before at 45. This is the first time I'm getting eight hours of sleep on a routine basis. Yeah. Now for some of you that might seem super foreign, but when you work in military LEO, the medical field, stuff like that. You don't necessarily have that as an option. Nope. Yeah. Unless you're Jenna and you're self-employed and you get 10 hours of sleep a day. Sometimes 11 <laughs> or sometimes four. It just depends. Yeah. Sometimes I don't sleep. Yet. Now, are there times, bro, when you see people go too hard? Yeah. Cause there's a flip side of this, yeah. right? Like we talked about 
don't use your, your age as, as an, an excuse, excuse going either, either direction. But at the same yeah. time, you know, I, I thought that was interesting working with Carrie. Uh, I told her, you know, it's the first time I've worked with someone on that level as a master's. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, so I learned some stuff through this and, but at the same time, I didn't let, I didn't want her to let her hold herself back. Mm-hmm. So I think in the end of her training and the work up to Granite Games, she was in great, phenomenal shape. And she had been doing more work than she normally has and mm-hmm. resting less. Okay. But I also told her like when going into it, I was like, I don't want to mess up your routine because it's close because I don't want it. First off, mentally, I don't want you to think that, uh, well, I didn't get my rest day. So, and then you come in and work out and it's not really a good workout. That's my thinking is mm-hmm. I don't want to screw that up. And two, you don't want to mess up her normal. Yeah. Cause we're very close and we didn't have a lot of work up to this event. Right. So if we, you reflect back, if you haven't listened to episode, um, 78, that was a very popular episode. Yeah. It's uh, Carrie. She, um, basically had 30 days <laughs> to, to go and get ready for the granite games. Now, granted her fitness was at a, already above, good, yeah. it was at a really good level, but between, uh, you know, bro and her, they 30 days, that's, that's probably a, an overestimate, but it was a very narrow window of time was, yep. that you had to get her ready to compete. Work up is usually a lot longer. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. Cause normally you have like, I know back when I used to fight, I used to have 12 weeks, eight to 12 weeks to get ready for a fight. So you're talking four weeks to get ready to compete at a, you know, international level for that, for the most part, you know, in the 45 to 49 age group, mm-hmm. uh, for masters athletes. And she was competing against games level athletes. Right. You know, so I think, like you said, the last thing you want to do is uh, interrupt her normal. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't, yeah. you can't really do that. You know, there wasn't enough time to make change, but, um, I think that, the, the thing that we really had to think about was, that's good, was I don't want to, um, I don't want her using an excuse. And also, I don't want to, it's like a fine line. I don't want to overwork her to where she is overly fatigued. So here's what I guess say is, Jenna is younger, mm-hmm. okay? And obviously Carrie's older, but they both should have the same mentality as in listen to your body, mm-hmm. period. I mean, literally almost half Carrie's age, literally. Yeah. Yeah. So listen to your body. I think that's going to tell you exactly what you need to do. Like, okay, here's what we need to do. We have to get some stuff accomplished. And I use this for anybody. Okay. If we're working up for something, Hey, okay, here's our schedule. We need to get this work in, but don't hesitate, hesitate to let me know. Hey, I need another rest day Mm -hmm. or Hey, I need a rest day. I need to throttle back or something. Not throttle back. I think the volume is always relative. Okay. I don't, I don't screw that up. Okay. I take a lot of time for but that. rest is rest. Rest is rest. Okay. Okay. Because we also have found out that the need for rest isn't always associated to fitness. It's associated to sleep, life, mm. whatever it is. Because Carrie has three kids. She's a grandmother. She's got a profession and a husband. You know, so factor all that into ramping up to go compete. And she goes to bed at like 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so training's like gotta be in before the street lights are off but no like yeah i think a lot of times we look at fitness and and try to blame that as that's not that's not why we need that's not why we get bogged down we get bogged down because maybe we had, yeah. yeah we lo- work longer or, or shifts maybe we're eating our, our eating schedules off we have people who are kind of have a lot of meetings mm-hmm. so their eating's off uh, whatever it is they can screw that up and Chris is a good example. So he does construction. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he has to work until like 730. Mm-hmm. Especially during the summertime. I'm sure he works longer hours. Yeah. And we'll say they have to get a house done. Yeah. And so he's, he's a foreman construction. And um, and that's really tough work, especially in this type of weather. You yeah, know? That, that's physically demanding uh, means of employment. Yeah, you're yeah. outside all day in the elements and whatever. And because uh, they're not in finished homes, they're, they're prepping all that. Mm-hmm. But anyways... So you're there and then he works late and then now his workout time has been pushed back maybe. So you name, maybe he's already worked out at seven 30. He's not getting off till seven 30. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, he initially, he, he felt like a bitch if he wasn't going to get the workout in. Mm-hmm. And I communicate like, Hey, I'm cool with it. Just let me know. Cause when I don't see your Just scores be honest with me, I don't yeah. see your scores, but he, he, he didn't want to let me down or whatever it mm-hmm. is. He, and that's where the communication is key. Like you, but, you said, right. You can go in a workout and have a half ass workout. You're not really getting anything out of it anyways. 
right? Or there's times, uh, I just told you take a rest day. When was that? Yesterday. Yeah, because like, you have a comp this weekend. And she and the workout Sunday was really, really challenging. I told actually told all three of them they need to rest uh, on Monday. And uh, but that's so relative to her. Like if she's not feeling it, she she's notorious for, like I said, sneaking and getting her lifters when she tells you she's not gonna work out. She's not out. gonna work out, yeah. Yeah. And next thing you know, she's got a lacrosse ball and she's off in the corner and she's yeah. side eyeing me. And she won't look at you in the eye, yeah. <laughs> So there's times you yeah, have to kind of even pull her back. Like, Hey, let's mm -hmm. go ahead and just take this. Your body's beat up. What's the point? Mm -hmm. But you also can't let the athlete use that as an excuse. Like, mm -hmm. and you have to be it's, real it's, about it's it. Like it's like a dance. It is. Yeah. It, it's a dance. And sometimes it can be like, man, this guy's a dick and he's a, like a, just won't slave driver. Yeah, yeah. Slave yeah. driver. She keeps, <laughs> <just> keeps <laughs> pushing me. But at the same time, it's my, my job to not let them get in their way of get their it. fitness yeah. and make an excuse. Cause when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm playing the long game with them. Mm -hmm. It's one workout. It's not about one, this weekend's competition. No, it's yeah. about what's going to happen in the middle of, of a really bad workout when it means everything. Mm -hmm. Are you going to give up on yourself because your body's not performing the way it needs to be? Because you, you pushed yourself too hard during the training leading up to that. No, you didn't rest properly and all that good stuff. No, not that I'm saying like, if every time Jenna said, and she, she thinks I'm a dick usually when this happens, she'll say that her body isn't feeling good or like, I want to take a rest day. I'm like, you need to work out. Mm -hmm. And she's telling me she's ready. She's committed to the rest day. Because that's what you, you've had a relationship with her long enough to know when she tells you something like that, it's the, what it really means. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, you're, you need to work out. You're working out today. And of course, she's probably like, F you. It's my body. I hate you. Yeah. You're not my real dad. But like I said, I, <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> uh, but I'm playing the long game. And that is when, when she's competing and she wants to be at a very high level individually, uh, when she, like at Validus, okay? Her body wasn't operating at a hundred percent. It was hot that day too, from what I understand. Days, yeah. But she's coming off a really, really bad back injury where she was literally couldn't stand upright for a while. My point is instill her. You're not always going to be 100%. Mm -hmm. You can't give up on your body just when you're feeling down. You can still get, get effective training, even though you may, may be 85% of your typical self, mm -hmm. you can still give me a hundred percent of that 85 percent. Yeah. And I think that's, that's my long game in the, in the grand scheme of things. In that moment, they're like, you're being a dick. Mm -hmm. But I try to explain like, Hey, like you need to work out. It needs to happen. Either you're going to trust me on that side of it or you're not. Cause if she's not going to trust you during training, how's she going to trust you, you know, won't. on the competition floor? Absolutely won't. So I think that's another thing. Like, Listen to your body. It'll tell you exactly what needs to happen. Mm. Okay. But. And communicate that. Yes. With your team. And yeah. with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Are you trying to bitch out of this because you don't want to do 200 wall balls or mm. it's an element you. Something you don't like. Something you suck at. Yeah. 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 And so it can go, it can go the same route. Like listen to your body, but you can also take that to the extreme of sore, sore. Mm -hmm. Like, but how bad is it really? Mm. But it also matters what you want out of CrossFit. Mm -hmm. You know, are you on a GPP where, but I still think that's a lame excuse. Like, you know, just because you don't compete doesn't mean that you can't, you know, I, put I've, it in every day. Yeah, I found more often than not on the days when I feel, quote, sore, yeah. that I'm better off working out than not. Than not. Absolutely. Th that, that's, that's the world according to Mo. I think that's, I think you're in the, this is a majority. I talk mm. to people. I mean, I wasn't even come in today. I was so beat up. I'm so glad I did. I crushed it. And hell yeah, you feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. Your legs aren't sore anymore. And you get the evil out. You do. Yeah. You really do. And I, you know, Jason Kleepa once said that he always hated because he always took a week vacation um, post CrossFit After the games. games. Yeah. And, you know, I think I've said this in here before, but um, he said he's never been so sore in his life. When he that, takes that week off. That week off. Yeah. Because he's. He's not moving. Mm -hmm. He's not getting it going. Like there is something said to that, but there's also something said if you come in and you try to get it going and it's just, it's just not, not lighting it's up, not, yeah. it's not working. That's when you kind of have to listen. Cause if you don't, then you will potentially have an injury. Yeah. So listen to the body. Don't use your age as an excuse. Um, if you do use it as an excuse <laughs> either way, yeah. Plus yeah. up or down. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. You're just trying to, you're kind of, you're trying to find a reason, something to, 
blame for your lack of care to your own body. Even if it's the, even if it's the fan and it's 200 degrees in the gym. Yeah, that's what I did. It was like 300,000 degrees at that point, Mo, but she didn't care. Except she, for Jenna, yeah. Yeah, she was negative she put 60. Her, she put her sweater on. <laughs> I should have got, got my phone out and taken a picture of him or just videoed it. Um. All right. So, yeah, today we talked about extensively about, you know, knowing your limits, you know, up or down. Um, thanks for sharing, Jenna. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah, this is Daniel. like those episodes that, yeah, thanks, Dan, for, uh, for throwing Ingram. this at us, man, because, yeah, we wouldn't have come up with this particular episode had you not thrown it out there. So yeah, so if there's something yeah. you want to know about out there, you guys throw listening, it out there. throw yep. it out there. Cause we'll be more than happy to address it because like I said, we still have the list <laughs> that we wrote a year and a half ago. And then we have, we still have topics we haven't even touched because you guys give us so much uh, content uh, that we can generate episodes off of. So, so Daniel, next time you uh, try to bitch out something cause you're age, <laughs> you've been warned brother. You've been warned. And yeah. So remember reviews, you guys are behind the curve. Let's what get it done. Curve, dude. They're like, they're not even on the it's road. They're not even on the road, though. <laughs> That's like a whole out. different quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Where are they at, Jenna? Mm-hmm. Call them out. Okay. Right now. Uh, come on, y'all. God, she's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm mowing up. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com.